Join us as we explore timeless wisdom from around the world, seeking truths that resonate most for each individual. Welcome to Peace on Your Journey podcast. I'm John Lawyer, a former soldier turned spiritual traveler. At Kishar, we celebrate the journey of discovery together, delving into various religious, spiritual, and philosophical traditions. For a deeper dive into spirituality, join our vibrant online community at kishar.org. If you'd like to experience this production with dynamic art and video content, check out our YouTube channel at Peace on Your Journey. Have you ever felt a whisper within, a nudge from some unseen force guiding you towards this path unknown? This is intuition, and you can learn to unlock it, this inner guidance system. It's a bridge between the conscious and the unconscious, connecting your individual self with this vast wisdom of the universe. This is so important because you're trying to tell yourself something. You can look at it another way. You are the universe and one with everything. You're the divine, the self, and this isn't just you trying to tell you something, but the oneness of everything trying to tell you something. This isn't a personal, isolated voice. It's the chorus of the cosmos as it is. This collective wisdom of all that is and has ever been. It's speaking directly to your soul or from your soul. Now that you kind of understand what intuition is and the profound connection to the universe, let's explore how you can unlock and harness this powerful inner wisdom. I want to share my own personal experience with intuition. There have been times where I've followed my brain or my mind ego instead of following my own intuition. I knew it didn't feel right. It felt forced. And in my heart and soul, I knew that what I was doing wasn't working but I did it anyway. If I had just listened to my intuition, I could have avoided a lot of grief. And that's key in relationships, financial situations, or any other big life decisions. Think of a time where you followed your mind or ego, even when you knew your intuition was right, and that you should do something else. And this isn't always a gut feeling. Intuition is said by some to be your gut feeling, but it's really more complicated than that. Your gut feeling can often be your intuition, that's right. But sometimes your gut feeling is being influenced by your mind or ego, which is completely separate from your intuition. And your mind and ego work really hard to keep you alive. And in doing so, they're always looking for threats. And they'll try to have you take the path of least resistance. They'll almost always encourage you to take the safe path. And so your gut feeling could be intuition, or it could be your mind and ego just trying to keep you safe. And both can be useful, but... To use the magic of intuition, you have to learn how to differentiate between the raw intuition of your universal self and that common sense logic of the mind ego that may not be serving your best interest. And your mind and ego take part in the noise of the world. This is where you can really propel yourself to a better existence by understanding how to see this line between the intuition and the mind. So how do you know? How do you see this line more clearly? I think you have to slow it down, take a step back. You can't use your intuition if you can't hear it or sense it. You're moving through a world that's full of noise and distractions, but you're choosing to listen to all of this background noise. You're locked into all these distractions. It could be your cell phone, television, anything really. But when you slow things down, suddenly you become more aware and you start to understand that you're in all this noise and you're choosing all of these distractions. With awareness, you can then choose to filter out the noise. You can choose to be less distracted. 
And so it's part of listening and being open to the universe. Now that you've slowed yourself down, you've limited your distractions, you've become aware, now you have to intentionally listen. And it's not simply listening with your ears and hearing things, it's listening with all of your senses. You have to listen with your inner self and your soul. It's not just about making a decision, it's about aligning yourself with this deeper truth. It's part of a greater flow of existence. Tuning into your intuition becomes an exercise in knowing your connection to the universe. You might call it a connection with your inner self. You call it a connection with the divine. You could be a spiritualist or an atheist, and you could still make this connection. Reduce the noise, find your center, be grounded and listen. So how do you stay grounded and centered using intuition? You can't use your intuition effectively if you don't stay centered. And being grounded, you're more likely to be intentional. It's easier to listen to the universe if you're being intentional. This isn't simply a spiritual exercise. That's just part of the equation. How do you balance your mind, body, and soul will determine how you center yourself. And so take care of yourself. Love yourself. Find the joy in life. The more aligned you are, the more balanced you are, the more in love with yourself you are, you'll be in this joyful state. And then you'll have a greater chance of hearing your intuition. But you don't just hear it. You're now in a position to do something with it. Because knowing your intuition isn't the only part of it. You have to actually decide, okay, now I'm going to make a change or I'm going to go do what my intuition told me to do. So you have to be ready and you have to be prepared and stay in the motion and rhythm of the universe. Before we move on, please subscribe by hitting the watermark in the lower right-hand corner and share this with any friends and family that you think might benefit from it. I wanted to give you an example of intuition and spiritual traditions. The third eye chakra known as Ajna in Sanskrit is located between the eyebrows on the forehead. It's associated with intuition, insight, and the ability to see beyond the physical realm. In traditions like Hinduism and Buddhism, the third eye is a gateway to higher consciousness. It's the center where we transcend the real world. The third eye gives you this sixth sense beyond your other senses. When this chakra is open and balanced, it enhances your intuitive abilities. It gives us insights into situations that we wouldn't otherwise be able to see. And there's two sides to an imbalanced third eye chakra. You may be overly reliant on logic and common sense when making decisions. But on the other side of it, you could be too caught up in fantasies or dreams. And that's not to say that logic, common sense, fantasy or dreams are bad things because they absolutely aren't. But you really have to find a balance within them to really fully experience the wisdom and intuition of that third eye. And I actually have my own experience with the third eye chakra. It was a really interesting experience. And it happened before I even knew that I was on the spiritual path that I'm walking now. I had developed shingles in my left eye and on the left side of my face. And I was much younger than you usually are when you get shingles. Uh, and it was actually a pretty serious situation. I had to go down to the VA hospital and get treatment down in Dallas. And... I was lucky, but I still lost some vision in my left eye. And looking back on it, it's a serious situation, but I think it was probably worth it because it somehow opened my third eye to me. I still have a fairly large and permanent scar right where my third eye is. 
it would only be a few months after this that I would have a profound moment of clarity or understanding or whatever you want to call it. Some people call it an awakening. It was very deep, very meaningful. And that third eye just opened. And suddenly I had this great vision in the world. And I had this connection between this real world that we all see and this universal whole. And it's hard for me now to question how the universe works because I feel attuned to this very core intuition. And I think it's this amazing thing. And there are practices that you can do to en enhance your intuition. Meditation is a great start. I still meditate every day to try to maintain my connection uh, with my inner self and with the universe. And it's not only great for your third eye chakra, but meditation really can help you in just so many different ways, even in your day-to-day -day lifestyle and, and your happenings, just moving about the world. I think that if you specifically try meditation, focus on that area between the eyebrows where the third eye would sit and try visualization techniques. Imagine a bright indigo light or eye opening in the forehead. Indigo is the color of the third eye chakra. But I should add a quick note here. Don't think of this as some overnight thing. Be patient with yourself and be positive about the experience. There's something even more important than that, though. You have to believe it. Believe that you can actually do it. There's this raw intuition and magic inside of you. And it's already there, so you don't have to force it to show up. It's just there. You have to uncover it. And it's been there since you were a child. There's this magic of childhood, the magic when you believed anything was possible. And you can tap back into that magic. You have to talk to yourself as you go through this process. And in doing so, you might create a journal to record times when your intuition was particularly strong. Know any physical, mental, or spiritual sensations in the third eye area. And also note anything else that you might have as far as sensations anywhere else on your body or in your being. Just be a part of the process and make this an intentional and aware process as you kind of work, work through it. You don't have to rush it. And as you move through this process, love yourself as you step out of this stream of unconsciousness. And let me explain here. It's not just believing that this is possible. It's loving yourself. When you find love inside yourself, you know that great things are possible. And you can find your own way. You have to decide to walk your own path. It's unlikely you will fully achieve oneness with your intuition. If you don't get out of this stream of unconsciousness, you can't grow. There's all of this stuff that society told you that you should do or had to do or couldn't do. You get told as a child, if everyone else was jumping off a bridge, would you as well? And the theme of that is they don't want you to jump off the bridge. They don't want you to do what every, everybody else is doing. And so obviously you wouldn't. And yet the same people that teach you that bridge story, they come back and they reinforce the very concept they're trying to talk you out of. And they reinforce that concept of you living society norms and doing what everyone else is doing, doing the go to school, get a job and flow down that stream of unconsciousness with everyone else where you're not aware, you're not sitting there aware of your own existence, your own being. What do you want? What do you feel? What are your values? And so they actually teach this to you and that you have to conform and be something other than what you want to be. And so you have to peel back these layers that society's put around you 
and get back to that childhood magic we were talking about. And you can leave it behind. You can break out of it. And you can go back and find yourself. So just set all that stuff aside and be you. Build your own foundation and then keep building on top of it. Know that your intuition makes this process so much easier. And when you find your intuition, you have to practice following it. So you've taken steps that we've covered here to work through getting in touch with your intuition. Now you have to go out and practice it and do it in the real world. Slow things down and make it work for you. Make it a part of who you are, but in an easy sort of way. Don't force it. Let it come to you. See what works and what doesn't. Track what your successful intuition is in your journal and visualize what successfully focusing your intuition on your life looks like and then go live it. And this is part of our overall spiritual growth. Your intuition is just part of your larger spiritual being. Being focused, free, and balanced throughout your spiritual life is going to make each part of your spiritual life easier. It just makes your overall life better. This is going back to that balance of the mind, body, and soul. And we're not going to dive into that right now, but we do have a video on it. And if you could just check it out, it would make this whole process easier for you. So what are your thoughts on intuition? How has following intuition changed your life so far? Have you been able to regularly tap into your own intuition? Can you tell the difference between it and a gut feeling? Let me know in the comments and I will absolutely get back with you. And as you approach this, stay centered in yourself. This should be a process that brings you satisfaction and happiness. So find the joy in this and try and put this in the perspective of being part of this larger journey that you're on. And don't stay so focused on the destination that you don't enjoy the journey. Reach out to others on a spiritual path and see what their thoughts are on intuition. What are their own experiences tapping into intuition? For a peaceful community where people can share their journeys and be themselves, visit Keyshar.org. We're having conversations just like this. And like this video if you want us to keep making content just like this. And until next time, I wish you peace on your journey.